Hey, hey, this is Brian Benstock, General Manager and Vice President of Paragon Honda and Paragon Acura. And this is the Brian Benstock Show, where we talk about how the future is going to be frictionless as we think the unthinkable in the future of retailing. Tune in to hear how today's top retailers are leveraging the disruption that is occurring everywhere and turning that very disruption into a competitive advantage. Hold on tight. It's going to be a fun ride. This is Brian Benstock, and this is the Brian Benstock Show, and I am really excited to have my good friend David Boyce here to talk about the future of retailing and how that is changing. David is the founder, co-founder, and CEO of Team Velocity and Tier 10. David, welcome. Good to have you here. Thanks, Brian. So I want to talk to you about uh, a product that we use and a product that I think is changing the way automobile dealers and consumers interact. I want to talk to you about Apollo. How is it going with Apollo? How, how is it being received by uh, our, our, our fellow dealers? You know, Brian, Apollo has been a passion of mine. Uh, no kidding. And, <laughs> uh, for, for a long time, actually. And it's really, it's really amazing to see it uh, kind of uh, come to where it has. Uh, Apollo, the vision for Apollo is trying to solve a major problem of dealerships like you have, particularly big dealerships that are very progressive and want to you know, be the best they possibly can communicating and marketing uh, themselves. And that is, the problem is this. We've got web platforms, CRM platforms, equity mining platforms, sales marketing platforms, service marketing platforms, and now the new platform is online retailing. Sure. Right? And dealerships have this major problem with trying to integrate all of them into some kind of a, a, a fashion that makes sense, not only for them, but for the consumers who are taking this information in. And it's very inconsistent and very difficult. So the vision of Apollo is to integrate all of those items. And we've started with what we think are some of the most difficult, uh, which is certainly um, uh, sales marketing, service marketing, equity marketing. And we've integrated all those, and now we're uh, marching into uh, primary web platforms, CRM, and, and transactions. So it's going well. It's been received by the market very well. I think dealers are a bit over-vendored um, no and over-platformed. And there's too many dashboards. Well, there's been a tremendous shift right now in retailing to move dollars away from advertising, to move more dollars to in-store experience and post-customer purchase experience. And I think for us, that's where Apollo really shines. Because you know, you're, you're going to spend a fortune to try and reach customers today. Anybody that can TiVo uh, an ad will. Uh, any, uh, people are not watching television anywhere near the way they used to. So uh, people are not reading newspapers. So re reaching customers with advertising dollars has become almost prohibitive. I think it's, you're smart to be concentrating on customers already in the database. How does Apollo do that? Well, one of the main features of the Apollo platform is that it creates a personal shopping portal, if you will, for every one of your customers. In your case, that's 20,000 or more. And it's, uh, the way it works is we, we take a look at, for example, uh, what people are driving and what people trade uh, in, and we put together a, a portal for them that's specific to them and the car they're driving. For example, if you're, if you're leasing a pilot, uh, then there is a very high likelihood that you might be getting a Pilot, a CRV, uh, or an HRV. Right. But if you're driving a Honda Fit, a Honda Pilot is almost never traded in for. It just uh, it's logical. For those of us who've been in the business and sold cars, we know that. Right. Um, but the technology, uh, the way the Apollo works, is it, it, it takes all that into consideration. You're leasing, I'm financing, you've got a pilot, I've got a fit. Okay. Um, and so it, it puts this shopping experience together. So when consumers go online, and it, it seamlessly logs them into this portal, 
um, it gives them the most relevant Amazon-like experience that they can have. And that's where, and by the way, the payments are real on real cards. Customers today are demanding that you know them better and that you serve them ads that are relevant. Otherwise, they'll drop you like a hot, hot potato. They want nothing to do with it. And you know what I found is really amazing with Apollo is that customers um, go into our service coupons right. portal and they select uh, service coupons and they print the service coupons. Now that, that doesn't sound too exciting till you realize we had over 26,000 people open up a piece of email, search for select a service coupon and then print that service coupon 26,000 times. So that's better than 2,000 a month. Is it any surprise that a service business is up double digits in an industry where the service business is flat? You know, uh, your dealership is, is, is winning and most dealerships aren't. I mean, independent repair facilities are dominating this uh, space. And guess what? They get the high mileage, high RO, juicy, profitable ROs. And dealerships are left with these zero to 10,000 mile cars. And, and, and that's a great uh, example of another thing. But, but, that, but the, uh, the great thing also is to, to look at this from a customer standpoint. The right. customers are able to go, at, instead of getting a single piece of mail where you hope to hit them with the right uh, advertisement at the right time, they get to go into their own portal, pick out the special that applies to what they need at that time, print it or not print it, keep it right. on their phone, and bring it into the dealership. And one of the things we just did, Brian, and you, I don't know if you know this, but we just integrated all those coupons with Apple Wallet. Yeah. So okay. now the customer just puts it into the Apple Wallet, and it's just like Target or uh, any other major uh, store that they put uh, coupons in, and it's beautiful, and it's got the Paragon Honda logo on it, and they come into your dealership and they present the wallet. I mean, that's the frictionless future, and everything's going to these devices, and we're excited about that. Speaking of frictionless, I mean, what, what is Apollo, what is Team Velocity doing to take the friction out of transactions from the dealer's side to the consumer? A couple of things, uh, and this is probably the thing that I'm most excited about, and it's the it's the cherry on the top, I think, in the business. Uh, I believe, and I think a lot of people in the industry uh, agree with the notion that when someone who's got a better chance of buying a car online from Paragon, I would argue that that would be a customer that Paragon already does business with. Absolutely. Um, and so let's make it since we know everything about your customer, what they're driving, their payments, their equity, their payoff, the, what they're most likely to buy. So what we're doing is. All of them have this personal portal. Now today, as we sit here today, this personal portal is updated kind of using artificial intelligence, right? It's looking at trade patterns, it's looking at service coupons, it's looking at service history. We're even now bringing in Carfax data to see what they're doing at independent repair facilities. Sure. I mean, it's powerful. And we want to come back to that. That's really Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that. But what I'm really excited about is we are developing a dashboard, a very simple dashboard called Transact. Now your desk managers can literally pull a customer up in the database Let's say you're texting back and forth with them, which is their preferred method of communication, sure. as you know. And they can literally update a deal, hit the update portal button, and right on the consumer's phone will be a brand new payment on the car they're looking for, and all they have to do is schedule delivery. So you're using the data we already have from the customer to help serve the customer better. Is that technology a little creepy? You know, it's interesting because I think that uh, when all of this began, uh, I think a lot of us thought it was creepy, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then Amazon, uh, I think, took the creepiness out of it. No, creepy's good. Yeah, creepy's good. When you get in your car and, and you're going to work and all of a sudden Waze comes up and it says, are you on your way to work? That's creepy, but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah. And you sit there and say, how did that know I'm going it, to work? We, we really believe that if, if uh, uh, customers... Uh, 
we could sell a car effectively to a customer who's already done business with us. Now remember, I know your address, I know your taxes, I know everything about you, and it should be a five to 10 minute kind of procedure. It's very simple, you pull your phone up, there's your payment, you schedule delivery, you're done. I don't need you to fill out a lot of forms. Right. I already know you are. Cust so we're excited about that. Now we also know that, that not everybody is a customer of Paragon's. Half the business that you do here is from new, business, new people, and the other half is from current customers. So obviously we also are developing technology that starts with, you know, and you are, and you live, and you want to buy A. But the whole rest of the industry has taken the approach that, as if they don't know who the customers are. They all start with your name. And, and, and I think it's offensive in, to, in this day and age. I don't know if this is an accurate number, but you, you, you and I read a lot of the same materials. Google, uh, their surveys say that 60 to 70% of people prefer their purchase history to be part of their online experience. Absolutely. I know I do. We don't uh, want to have just, to re-ask all the same questions that were asked over and over again. Right. And in fact, one of Google's three mantras is know me better. The, the customers, they expect us to know our customers better. Serve me faster. You know, they expect us to get this done quickly. How yeah. long does it take to renew a lease on a Honda Accord? The car is bulletproof, keep my payments about the same, tell me the differences between the old car and the new car. And then the last one uh, of their mantras is, wow me everywhere. Right. And, and wow me everywhere is not just at the point of transaction, it's at wherever you're communicating with or connecting with that, that business, that entity, whether that's a service transaction online, a service transaction on the phone, or a service transaction Using voice technology, you know, vo voice is obviously the new the new frontier, right? And uh, it's, it's already there. there. I mean, I use voice more and more every day. Um, my car has it built in now, and I uh, it's it's just it's just frictionless. It's better and it's easier. So we're uh, working hard, uh, obviously, on this uh, special project with you that I cannot wait for people to hear about it. Yeah, at ATA. It, it's pretty special. You know, it, it's uh, the last ten years were the years of the smartphone and. I can't believe that dealers are still having the debate whether or not we should transact online. I think we're, we've already gone beyond that uh, to doing transactions with voice technology. And I think that's the next frontier for us. And, and again, uh, I think it's gonna keep us relevant. I love the technology and the AI that you're using right now with Apollo. It, it enables us to give customers an experience like what they're already used to from the big boys, the gang of four, right. from Google, Amazon, exactly. Apple. Facebook. The, the, the customers are using this and they don't understand when they go to a dealer's website how that website appears the same for everybody. When, when, when If you were to go to your Amazon page, th that Amazon page is going to be custom tailored to David Boyce. It's going to have whatever your interests are, it's going to be there. And for me, it's going to have whatever my interests are, you know, whether it be running or, or, or books or sure. business. And, and, and shouldn't that, isn't that serving us better? It's exactly what uh, Apollo was designed to do is to give customers frictionless, relevant experience uh, re re related to buying or servicing their cars. And, and it's not hard. If you think about it from just, you step back, and that's what we did. We said, listen, we were in the website business. We created a website for the public. And it didn't, and there's not a single, to my knowledge, a single website provider today that has a login section for a customer to log into. That's right. I'm, I, I, think about it. So our platform. Well, ours was. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. So we obviously uh, wanted that. We want if you're from the public, you're coming in from Google. Fine, we're going to give you a relevant experience. We're going to do everything we can. You search for an Accord. We're going to give you all the things that you need to know to buy the Accord. But if you're a customer of ours, or if you're a known prospect, 
a Honda owner living in, say, Manhattan or Queens. Right. And I know you're, what you're driving because the data exists. Uh, I can plug that into and we can create personal shopping portals for Honda owners that are not your customers. So right. we do both. Right. Because if you're driving a pilot and you live in Queens and you just happen to move to the area, uh, why shouldn't you have a relevant experience when we market to you? So we give you a pen, we let you come in, and we buy a car. And what's so great about this is, how long does it take you hit, you know, desking a deal? You could you could desk a deal in what a minute probably you've done thirty, it so 30 seconds. Thirty uh, seconds. Thirty seconds right now, and that's currently with using friction. Wait wait till we can do it with voice. Right, and and so in thirty seconds I can boom update the portal, Mr. Binsock, This is the vehicle. Yeah, what the customers want two pieces of information. Do you have it? How much is it? A lot of on the car side. Yeah. Um, servicing obviously it's a little uh, more. You know, do you want you to pick your car up? Do you want not to? But I actually think that uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna pull this off. We're working very hard on it. We're very very close to releasing some new technology. NADA is gonna be big for us because yeah, that's sure, where we of course sure. all the Super Bowl uh, for people who are in our business and uh, and we're excited about releasing a lot of this technology. You're uh, on the dealer side of this, you know, yeah. but but you're providing people like me with solutions to help us serve our customers better. What do you think the industry is gonna be like five years from now? That's it, a tough question. You know, I I, I think. Uh, this pattern that we're seeing with consolidation is going to continue. Sure. I think that the, uh, uh, the companies are going to be uh, more, uh, these consolidators are going to be more progressive. Uh, I think they are getting the economies of scale. The prices are a little high right now, but I think that's going to continue. I'll tell you what I think is going to, also is going to happen. I think you're going to see some major OEMs get into the space that we're talking about. This, 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 this concept of tier one, tier two, and tier three being so disconnected is it's inefficient it, so it just to, doesn't to exist. any of the customers that are watching they don't know whether they're in tier one or tier two or tier three right. they're a customer they don't they don't know that they fit into this nice funnel that we've set up to protect ourselves and, and these sort of these swim lanes customers go online they type in what they're looking for and they want that delivered directly to them and, and I think that's what the Apollo platforms done for us you know it, it really gives our customers a customized experience and then once they go in all the data is already set up right. the data sets are there and it's amazing to see how much time the customers are actually spending in this portal and they're spending the time in the portal because the portal is relevant to them and that, that's really great you know it's what's interesting you have about and i was looking at your numbers uh, yesterday you have about 2500 or 3000 customers that exclusively use their portal every time they come here sure so well, you see it they go into the portal they grab themselves a service coupon, let's talk about that for a second. They put it in their Apple wallet or they print it or they email it, whatever they want. And then two days later they show up and write an, an RO. And you have people who shop exclusively on their portal. Uh, they may be going other places too, but they use their portal, they shop there, uh, then they come in and buy a car three days later, four days later, five days later. It's just, uh, uh, you know, there's just something about, hello David, and my car, my coupons, my dealership, you know, it's a... Where, where it's we're nice. taking Apollo, where we go next with this, is to understand when customers need service from Paragon, to be able to contact them uh, proactively, to go to their house, pick up their car, leave them alone in the car if they need it, bring the car to the dealership, service it, and put it back in the garage or in their driveway. And that's, that's where this goes to, and how this ties into what's in it for the customer. We know when the car is gonna need the service. We're going to be able to provide the right service at the right time without the need for the customers to come here. And yet, one of the challenges for dealers is it's foreign to them to ask a customer not to come to us because we spend $10, 15000000 million building these facilities and darn it, we want the customers to come here. But there's no need for that. 
And, and, and what if we made better use of the customer's time? What if Apollo told us that uh, Mr. Boyce doesn't use his car after eight o'clock at night and Mr. Boyce needs a 15,000 mile service? We can pick up Mr. Boyce's car at eight o'clock at night, service the car overnight, and then bring it back to him before he needs it the next day. And I think that's really effective use of technology. Creepy, not creepy, really cool. Relevant. Yeah, relevant. Uh, and creepy and relevant are uh, interesting terms. You know, one of the things that, that dealerships are really challenged, I'm excited about this, so... Uh, 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 you should passionate. be. You, you're it, one of the things that, 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 that has been a challenge for dealerships uh, for as long as I've been in the business is service marketing is kind of a... It, 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 you know, the best and brightest aren't there, right? They're going into the sales side, they're getting billions of dollars from Silicon Valley, and we've got these outdated, this outdated thinking. Now, not at Paragon, but, 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 but at other places. And one of the things that's been around forever is, is everything's based on time and mileage. It's all estimated. It's, 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 it's reactive, right? So what we've done is we've just uh, finished a project with Carfax where we've integrated Carfax's data into Apollo. So uh, I don't need to wait around to know that um, Mr. Rogers is now using a, uh, is servicing elsewhere. I'll keep it that way. The, what we have is now a flag. It comes in and says, hey, Mr. Rogers is a customer. He has serviced with us before. He bought from us before, whatever. But he's now servicing his vehicle elsewhere. And we get that that day. So we not, and we know what he's getting done elsewhere. So we can smartly, proactively communicate with customers who are probably using an independent repair facility for convenience. All right. And, you know, and, and that's a key point also. And I think with the ability to pick up and deliver a customer's car, we eliminate the need to use these independents. And let's face it, there are a lot of good independents out there. Sure. Our Honda technicians are the most qualified people to work on Hondas or Acura products. They shouldn't be going to an independent. The reason that they go to independents is because of proximity. So if we can pick up their car and take it back to the dealership, service it, and bring it back to the customer, I think we really provide a great benefit for the customers as well as in, in, increasing the amount of business we can do. Very few people are talking about service business. As the SAR, or the number of cars that are getting sold every year is, is being reduced, I think we're gonna see a, a return to service and the importance for a dealership to rely on service business. You know, admittedly, um, and I'm not sure about you, I think we both came uh, up on the sales side of things. Um, you know, you're focused on that, right? That's the d dealerships are very accustomed to that. They, they're, they're comfortable with that. Most of the leaders of dealerships started in that area. But we've decided, we made a commitment, that we are going to be 50-50. Uh, Apollo is going to uh, affect the service business as much as it does the sales business. And not just because the SAR is uh, flat or declining for the next couple of years, which is, which is important, but because of the, the, the symmetry and, the, and, and you have to be synchronous in your approach. People, uh, you need to be approaching customers. For example, when we market to customers through, through certain mediums, we combine sales and service together. Sure. We're overdue for service, and by the way, here's an upgrade offer. And we, we combine that into one communication because they're gonna do one or the other, and isn't it more efficient Wouldn't to it do be that? great also, if we're using the technology like Apollo, tying that into our red cap pickup and delivery service, sure. to schedule the services that the car is going to need based on a specific algorithm of your driving history, and we, we schedule that in advance, and we just pick up the car seamlessly, drop it back off, bill your Apple Pay or your Google Pay on the phone. And, and, and instead of having 1.2 services per year, the customer's having four services a year, but those four services are at a lower rate 
there's less risk of something going wrong. You know, you know in the winter you're gonna to need to winterize your car. You know every uh, X amount of mileage you're gonna to need to change your oil. So what you know in advance, prepare for in advance, and then take care of so it's completely frictionless to the customer. I think that's where the dealers of the future can own this. And I, I think there is gonna be a consolidation, and there needs to be, because there's this forced efficiency. There's less need for those dealers that are not going to move at the speed of the customer. And, and I'll tell you something else I think it's going to consolidate is the um, the number of platforms, meaning, and also the number of vendors. The reality of it is, is that Entrepreneur 101, you know, when I started in the business, everyone gave me the same advice. Dave, do one thing, do it really, really well, and sell it to a couple thousand dealers and you'll be fine. And you know what? That was good advice. Sure. I took it at sure. an early age. And I think it's the op now, guess what? Everyone's done the same thing. So you've got 52 people, you know, that are coming in here saying, just give me a couple thousand dollars a month and we'll change your world. It's not. Six platforms are never gonna work. Fortune 500 companies don't have as many vendors as car dealers do. Right, you know, it's, just, it's an impossible task. So what I believe, you remember back, you know, when I started in the business, it was totally normal for a dealership to have, remember the coin, the oak leaves, the sure, finance sure, system, sure, you walk sure. the deal jacket up to F&I, you have a, a different system and service and you'd have accounting. Well, all of those, can you imagine today someone trying to sell you a system that didn't, didn't integrate accounting, finance, and service? You, right. No one would buy it. Yet, we have six platforms to sell a car? I mean, come on. So when I, when I do business with Amazon, I transact with Amazon. Right. And, and, and I think the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. The same thing here. The, the quickest distance, or the shortest distance between the customer and the product they want I think is going to enable us to do a lot more transactions. And the great news is this should lower the cost to the consumer because you, you're getting efficiencies there. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, talking about Amazon and Google. I'm a big fan of both. But, you know, as, as Google is moving into the world of voice technology, watch what happens when all of a sudden they're playing an Amazon sandbox and we can bring the product to the customer. I think the more that we can do that, the more... Uh, opportunity we're going to have. Take a look at Kodak. They had an opportunity to be the leaders in digital. They had a patent on digital photography. But they, they were so hung up on keeping their film business and protecting that, that cash cow that they missed the opportunity of digital. And, and in fact, uh, the same day that Kodak was filing for bankruptcy, Instagram was being bought by Facebook for a billion dollars. Uh, the irony of that. And the, the reality is with digital photography today, we've made it easier for people to do business or to take pictures. As a result of that, more pictures are taken in a single day than were taken in this, the entire history of film production. In a single day, why? Because every one of us has the ability to take a picture, and we do every day, selfies, thousands of pictures. I think if we make it easy for people to do business, we can do a lot more transactions than we're doing now. And, and, and while we're making it easier and easier for customers, we also have to make it easier and easier for the people out in the floor. Of course. Well, and that's one of the things I'm excited about Apollo. I guess I guess I just lived so much of my life in the early days in a dealership till all kind of hours. Well, I, I've watched you like the mad scientist working on this for years, and I've been benefiting uh, from it as you're developing it. And each day, each week, each month, there seems to be new platforms and products available to us through the uh, Apollo uh, platform. And, and when we started looking at the service numbers that, and what you were generating for us, I could not believe that several thousand of our customers every month were going on the Apollo platform and printing coupons. Now, when's the last time you logged into a website, picked a coupon, 
printed it and didn't use it. Never. Right. They're using them and they're turning them into a service department. And that, the, the really great thing is that this is a, an incredible loyalty tool. It's bonding the customer with the dealership and the dealership with the customer. And I think that we miss that point if we're not talking about that. That's the big overarching picture. It's not profitability, it's customer loyalty. It is. You know, I, I'm blown away uh, by, uh, you know, this technology exists obviously with us and, and, and here. I'm blown away that, 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 that any business, much less a car dealership, email, just to say something as basic as email, emails a customer and sends them to a public website. It's 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 utterly ridiculous. I mean, everything I get from Amazon, and I think we talk about them a lot because we're both fans of this uh, thinking. You know, e email me and send me to my private website about my car sure. that's in my garage. You know what it's due. You know what services to do. You know if I'm going to upgrade, what I'm likely to upgrade. We predict all of that. We look at everything. The artificial intelligence built into this. It's funny. I don't know about the word artificial. I'll just call it intelligence. Yeah. The intelligence built into this. Uh, is is just going back and looking at all the transactions, the thousands of transactions that you do every year, well, well, and just predicting it. What's cool, what's cool about Apollo is you're obviously employing some machine learning because it's getting smarter every month over month right. over month, more targeted, which means we have more effective use of our advertising dollars. We're getting to you know, we're we used to send out a lot more direct mail to customers than we do today. Yet we're sending out less and getting a, a much greater response. Right. I think that's really fantastic. It's more relevant. You know, I'm 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 shocked at some of the technology platforms that are out there. They just assume the customer's going to buy another vehicle, of the same exact model they currently have, and just another one. Uh, you know, yeah, that happens sometimes. But you know what? Guess what? That happens about forty percent of the time. Sixty percent of the time, they'll move in the model range and they'll move to something else. You know, the trend that you saw it and everybody saw it where people were moving from sedans into small SUVs. Yes, yeah, it was more we, value. Apollo picked up on that because we look at the trade pattern. So guess what we also started sending these sedan owners was the uh, HRV and the uh, CRV. Yeah, and that's fantastic. the number one selling vehicle in your dealership. It sure, it sure and was. so we, we, we knew that trend was happening, or I should say Apollo knew that trend was happening. We calculated the payments for those customers and we said, option A, certainly get another Accord. But by the way, here's a small SUV. And, and that's that's technology. That's the power of technology. That's that's uh, that's a future. And technology and, should make my life better. It should make my life easier. And I think this technology is doing just that. Uh, Dave, you're in the direct mail business. People question whether or not we should be doing direct mail. They say, direct mail, man, that's outdated. What say you? You know, I think direct mail uh, falls into two camps. I think the direct mail that, that, that is typically done, and, and I'll give you an example of how the dealership. Here's the way direct mail is done at 95% of dealerships today. Uh, hey, you want to do a, 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 a direct mail program? Sure. Give me four core offers. All right, let's do the CRV, the Accord, the blah, 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 and the Pilot. Well, what about the Odyssey and the Fit and the, all the other brands you sell? Uh, well, you know, the customer will get it, and we'll put that on there, and we'll do a whole bunch. By the way, if you do $20,000, i will give you a break in price. You take some, some, some big shotgun radius, and you pop up the mail out, and then you hope for the best, right? Mostly what you measure direct mail on is phone calls. People are still doing that? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It, that's the industry. Yeah. The direct mail done the right way is nothing more than a custom brochure. That's what it is. So, you know when you get stuff from American Express, if you like to take cruises in the Bahamas, and I like to ski in the mountains, whatever it is, guess what? They send me brochures, effectively, of places that I, that I like to go because they have my credit card and they know what I do. Same thing with a car dealership. So when we send out direct mail, the first thing is it's completely relevant. The service coupons, the cars, or everything to them. You're leasing a car, you're gonna get that. You're driving a pilot, we're gonna talk about pilots. And, then, and the other thing we do 
is we give everybody the chance to do what they're going to do. Mr. Binstock, please visit your personal website and use this pin to get to, to transact. The gangster list. move in marketing today is direct mail. It's the one place where everyone goes to get all of their mail. If you're trying to reach me on cable television, there's seven million different stations you're gonna to have to try and reach. If you're gonna try and reach me in a publication online, you're gonna have trouble finding me. But I've got one mailbox at home. Well, I've got one at the office and I've got one at home. And all my mail goes there. So that is a gangster move. And it's really taking a, a, a page out of the past as the most direct way to reach somebody. You know, you look at Big Tobacco, Big Tobacco was advertising on on television, and Scott Galloway talked about this in a video, it's fantastic. They stopped them from advertising on television because they were killing our mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters with tobacco. And, and then the tobacco companies started concentrating on point of purchase. And, and you've got Joe Camel, and they're advertising Joe Camel and, at the point of purchase, the bodegas and the stores. And what happened, they were still killing our mothers and our fathers and our sisters and our brothers. So they outlawed that. And so where did the gangster move for, for to big tobacco? Direct mail. Right in the mailbox. Right. And it's the best way, it was the ultimate CRM, the best way to stay in contact with the customers. Our products don't kill our mothers and our brothers and our fathers and our no. sisters, thank God. And so it, it really becomes a great move. And I saw that video, I said, man, no wonder Team V is doing such a good job with us because it is that one spot where you can reach all your customers. You know, you just run the math. I mean, it, you know, I love email, right? It's free. I love, the, I love anything that's free, that's free. But run the math. Uh, we have about 60-70% of your customers have an email address, right? And that's about as good as most of yours get. People are changing emails all the time. They're difficult to keep up with. They have a number of them. And then what's the typical open rate on email? Yeah, 20%. I mean, if you're if you're really good. So yeah, we're I, don't, I don't know if you can see that number. Fraction. How many emails do I have in my inbox? You can't read it. Right. 397,000. 397,728 emails in, in my inbox. I might miss a few, you know, but I don't miss any of the mail. Right. You know, we're, it's, it's part of the mix, right? I think the other thing we're, we're going to see, you know, is, is you're going to see dealerships doing more omni-channel marketing. The reality of it is one medium, people come in all the time, they walk through your door and all they sell is whatever, social media or direct mail or email. And it's by itself and it doesn't have the same message as the other stuff. I think those days are over. Uh, technology is allowing uh, us to do personalized offers across seven, eight mediums at the same time within yep. 24 hours. Exactly. The manufacturer's incentives updated. So mail is part of the mix. Um, it works very well. It's targeted. It reaches, it, it, and we measure it differently. See, we measure how many people take the mail, and we know this, and log into their personal website with the pin. See, yeah. that's the key. Yeah. And, 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 and I, don't, I don't think Amazon cares whether you come through an email, mail, the, the television commercial. We are, we're all, they're all going, if you're, if you're into doing business today, you are mainly going to be on this device. And secondly, uh, you want it to be personalized. So, you know, and, and, mail's a great driver from and, offline to online. Absolutely. And today, every dollar you spend, you better be able to measure it. There's no uh, uh, wasted dollars in marketing will put you out of business. Well, Mr. David Boyce, I want to thank you very much for spending some time with me today discussing Apollo and good luck at NADA. I know you have some special announcements at NADA and we have a couple of special announcements with you so we're real, real excited to be there. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there. Can't wait for this big uh, announcement that you're making at your session. Yeah, and, we're excited. Uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be uh, the best NADA we've it, had. A game changer. Thanks for tuning in.